Good evening, Squatchers. Here are the cryptids for tonight's pod. In the red corner, weighing in at 46 pounds, 3 ounces, coming all the way from San Juan, Puerto Rico, the mischievous madman, the goat sucker, El Chupacabra! And in the blue corner, weighing in an even 482 pounds, fighting for his home and native land of Ontario, Canada, the beast that feasts, the Wendigo! <laughs> now, let's get ready to rumble! Welcome to Sasquatch Ate My Baby. I'm Kate, and this is my co-host, Dave. Hello. Hi, friend. The soup of the day is... Is Mulligatani. Okay. (laughs) I will Google that later. (laughs) All right. Cool. I hope that intro worked out. Yeah, I hope you know what we're talking about today. I mean, it should be obvious at this point, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You have some Elon Musk updates. Oh, yeah. You want to start with that? Sure. And then I've got a correction for one of our previous episodes. Okay. Um, Well, I'm a little worried about Elon Musk. Why? He's having some problems lately. Pourquoi? He had a little Twitter tiff with some diver that was trying to help those Thai people. Yeah. In the cave. Oh, because he wanted to build a submarine? Well, he did build it, Oh. and the guy was like, that shit ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Musk called him a, a pedo guy. <gasps> <laughs> so he had to apologize for that. I didn't know that. <laughs> I That's like uh, uh, the kid stuck in the cave is the only news story I've been following. Cause well, you should have followed the Musk part of it. <laughs> oh, I knew that he built a submarine and no one let him try it. So I think this is, uh, is Elon's um, about to spiral into madness and evil scientist shit well you know how he's against well not fully against artificial intelligence yeah yeah well i was listening to something that was kind of discussing why he comes through with that stance and one of the theories is because he's obviously going to make a self or has already made a self-driving car people are going to want to drive the self-driving car from the person who's afraid of the self-aware things because it's obviously going to be the safest but that leads me to more points to why he's going to be evil. Why? He's having a lot of troubles with trouble with Tesla. He's having problems with production on his new car that's supposed to be like mass marketed. Mm-hmm. I saw one the other day. <laughs> There's one in Nanaimo. There's lots of Teslas, but the, I haven't seen them anywhere. But the ones that are supposed to be for mass markets, like yeah. we could afford, yeah, is uh, missing all its production goals and it's costing a fortune to make. Mm-hmm. And his self-driving line of work is failing. Well, maybe he should stop banging models. <laughs> <laughs> so my theory is he's going to turn evil. Emperor of the world. No. Going to turn evil. Well, maybe eventually. <laughs> going to turn evil. <laughs> Lose his mind because of all the stress that his company's putting on him. He's going to move to Mars and create an evil base like an Austin Powers on the moon. <laughs> and then maybe take over the world from Mars. <laughs> okay. I'm cool with it. He can just have Mars. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I, I don't think anyone's going to object to it. No. <laughs> but then he's going to try and take Earth. Yeah. And that's 
all I have to say about Elon Musk, and I'm really excited for an evil scientist, mad scientist. Yeah. Except for when it comes to choosing sides, we'll probably choose his. Yeah, I'll state that right now. He's our boy. I will go to Mars with Elon Musk. (laughs) What about the podcast? Well, I assume you're coming with me. No, I'm not going to Mars. I think we already covered this. We'll Skype. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The correction that I have is we have a listener all the way from Japan. (laughs) International. International uh, listener. Uh, Desiree, she was listening to the episode where we talked about astronauts and space and the moon landing. Episode two, Spaceman Matthew McConaughey. Thank you. (laughs) Um, And she, I I started talking about uh, an astronaut that plays music and guitar and tours. Okay. So she uh, wrote in to tell us that it's actually Chris Hatfield. Is the name of the astronaut. <laughs> what did we call him? Or did we just, we just not call him anything? We got okay. to give him credit where credit is. Fair so, enough. Uh, she's definitely our number one fan. She posted on Facebook that she was listening to Sasquatch Ate My Baby on the train today. Nice. Yeah. So take that, mom. Thank you. What was her name? Desiree? Desiree. Yeah. Thank you, Desiree. Cool. Is she Japanese? No. She made it write in some uh, ghost stories for us, though. Good. Yeah. Our email's real quiet. We could use some. <laughs> <laughs> e- email us at sasquatchgmail.com. <laughs> you were just going to say Elon Musk us at <laughs> sasquatchgmail.com. Elon Musk us. <laughs> Imagine getting the ghost story from Elon Musk in the email. <laughs> Elon, if you're out there, if you got any ghost stories, you can contest at, contact us at sasquatchgmail.com. At gmail.com. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> um, we should also tell people to check out our amazing new Instagram. Yes. Created by our head of marketing. Yes. Katie Louise Fothergill. <laughs> um, what is it? Uh, Sasquatch Ate My Baby. Oh, that's easy. That's it. It's <laughs> Very at Sasquatch Ate My Baby. Uh, we got a little header that says Sasquatch Ate My Baby podcast. It's got our logo. We've got about... 14 to 20 pictures depending on when you're looking at this <laughs> by the time you hear this we'll have 1800 <laughs> they're going fast yeah. um anything else uh yep you can also find us on twitter oh, yeah. <laughs> at sass ate my baby yeah uh you can also find us on facebook at sasquatching my baby podcast yep uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Catalina Holt, K-A-T-E-L-I-N-A-H-O-L-T. And you can find Dave on t- Twitter as DaveWhite1990 and on Instagram at LowEnd1990. Excellent. Nailed it. Well done. That was very <laughs> professional. <laughs> Thanks. I've been working on it. Um, all right. Anything else to talk about? Yeah. Do you want to go first today or do you want me to? Because I can go first because I was very disappointed. (laughs) Okay, you go first. (laughs) I was very shocked with something you told me over the weekend about the El Chupacabra. So I want the rest of the world to know. I don't know what I told you because I was drinking a lot that day. (laughs) Oh, we went camping. We went Sasquatch hunting. We went squatching. Yeah, went squatching or stinkwa. What would you both? Did both. So we went out to Couch and Lake, drank a few brewskis. Did some swimming, did some fishing. Yep. Yeah, had a good time. How Catch anything? Uh, nope. Mm. But Michael did, but it had a lamprey on it. So? Did you know that Cowichan and Masachi Lake are the only two lakes that the lampreys 
are in BC or on the island that. at least. I knew they were here. I just didn't, I didn't know they were the only ones. Yeah, we looked it up online last night. Hmm, cool. And they look like space creatures. <laughs> Did you let one stuck stick to your arm? No, but it tried to get Michael. I wasn't there for it though. I was tired. I wanted to go home. <laughs> so you didn't you didn't keep the fish because it had that on it? No, it was uh, it had parasites in it. It was it was dead. It was starving. Mm. So fair enough. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, we kept it, but it wasn't edible. So and it was about to die on its own. So mm. so it had it had been on there for a while. Yeah. Poor fishy. <laughs> a lot of so we're reading. I'm not going to go into lampreys actually. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had a hell of a time. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, it was a good time. It was nice seeing good old friends. You also made a really good steak that made me want to make a steak the next day. That's right. Cooking over the fire like a caveman. Mm -hmm. I cooked mine a little more than yours. I actually almost overcooked it, but it ended up being just perfect. Nice. Yeah. Surf and turf. Mm Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. It was pretty good. Uh, Yeah, I want to go first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So the reason I want to go first is because I was so excited for El Chupacabra. <laughs> I thought this creature was so badass and could possibly definitely be real. <laughs> and then I got into my research and normally when I do my research, I have a couple thousand words at least. Mm-hmm. Today Way I have, more than me. Yeah, today I have 500. <laughs> Imagine and, if we had both done El Chupacabra like the original plan. Yeah. It would have been a terrible episode maybe that's okay we (laughs) usually find something to talk about that's true and now i'm not sure how i feel about el chupacabra i feel disappointed sad like someone told me the easter bunny wasn't real well he's not what (laughs) (laughs) that was good (laughs) (laughs) all right so for those of you who don't know el chupacabra means the goat sucker um which i said in the intro yeah thank you (laughs) unless i delete the intro (laughs) no delete the intro was pretty good uh it it's said to have uh scaly greenish gray skin and sharp spines or feathers coming out um coming out or running down its back and it's three to four feet long with glowing red eyes that's exciting so far yeah it might possibly hop like a kangaroo that's even cooler (laughs) you got me hooked yeah another description of it is very similar to a wild dog less exciting (laughs) okay uh the folklore comes from the caribbean aka puerto rico which i'm not very good with geography so i did not know that was in the caribbean where'd you think it was like south america that's close to the caribbean okay well i thought it was like brazil (laughs) that's pretty close okay Do you know where the Caribbean is? Uh, kinda. I know the movie Pirates of the Caribbean. So you know I know where it's Cuba somewhere is? south, south, south and warm. Cuba. Yeah. You know where it warm. is? Is it in the Caribbean? Yeah. I would be shocked to learn that. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah. So, uh, but it's also seen throughout Central and South America as well as, um, as oh, which would, oh, as well as Mexico, which is southern. North America, I guess, and the southern United States as well. Um, Really? Yeah. However, there have been sightings as north as Maine. I mean, that's all the way north in America. Mm -hmm. Uh, But But not Canada. Yeah, pretty south in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) 
other countries also have a similar creature, including uh, Russians and the Philippines. Okay. Or Russia and the Philippines. Yeah. <laughs> the Russians. I figured it out. Philippines. What is theirs called? Uh, I wrote it down. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. We're not your fucking service monkeys. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> not you, them, oh. the listeners. <laughs> okay. I thought you were saying we as in me and the listeners are not your service monkeys. And I was like, well, I don't expect you to be, but I'm also not going to do my homework. So <laughs> I could have gotten those extra three word counts, though. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and if it was a Russian word, it would have taken like 20 minutes to pronounce. <sighs> would have taken a big chunk of the day. Like that time I tried to pronounce the Russian dog name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think you're allowed to have a slack research day because mine are always dog shit. <laughs> Or El Chupacabra shit. <laughs> well, you were pretty into this one, didn't you? Yeah, I was pretty excited. Yeah. I think I just like cryptids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've gotten really excited <laughs> on the cryptid episodes. Yeah. Uh, it got its name from its MO of attacking livestock and drinking their blood. Um, the blood is drained through small circular incisions. Um, however, vets have looked at several of the animal victims and determined that they weren't bled completely dry. Is there a reason for that? Did it like leave them alive? No, they're dead. Why didn't he drain them then? Well, you'd have to complete it. Is it insanguinate? Is that what the word is? Uh, exsanguinated. I always get it mixed up. I don't know what that means. Um, It's like when you completely bleed something dry, right? Like you take out all the blood. Okay, but why wouldn't the goat sucker do this? Well, it's just not. So that's why it's not bleeding it dry. So it's it, like the folklore and the speculation is, oh, they're bled dry, but they're not. Oh, okay. I see where you're coming from. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I got thrown off. Yeah. The term chupacabra is actually derived from a, a Puerto Rican radio DJ and comedian uh, named Silvio Perez, who was reporting on the tax on the radio in 1995. That's the thing you told me about. Mm-hmm. 1995. Yeah. What the hell? Like, I, well, maybe because we're 90s babies, right? And I don't remember very much prior to 1994, except for like one single hallucination <laughs> that I had. Maybe tell us about that. I think I've talked about it before, haven't I? Hallucination? Yeah. It's my very first memories of hallucination. Say it real fast. Okay. Give me a gist. So, in, I was probably only about three or four years old. I had, um, strep throat and tonsillitis i guess and i had a fever of over 102 and i just i wasn't coming down from it and i started to hallucinate and i remember being in my bed with my mom and i remember my pink wool blanket across me and i remember the fact that i was sick and i i remember a cu- like an hour before too where i was just sitting on the couch and my dad was giving me children's tylenol and i remember the grape taste and it was a chewable. <laughs> this is very vivid. Yeah. And I remember laying on the couch and thinking, I'm like a kitty because I was laying on top of it. Okay. Kind of thing. And then I went to bed, plank wool blankets across me, my mom's beside me. And then all of a sudden, spiders and ants and worms and creepy crawlies just started to crawl across me and my blanket. And <laughs> it was just terrifying. And I was screaming. And my mom was like trying to make me not scream. That's awesome. You yeah. might have talked about it. Yeah. But I don't remember. Okay. Well, it sounds familiar. That's my very first childhood memory. <laughs> my second one is getting a stuffed rabbit from my uncle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, though. Yeah. <laughs> 
and uh, sorry if we already talked about it. Mm-hmm. You might already talked about it because it might have led me to a hallucination story of my own. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've told yeah, it. I don't yeah. know what episode that was on. Yeah. Oh, well. It was exciting I, to I hear I don't again. remember if I included the couch part, though. Probably not. Yeah. So, because it's not really part of it. But it's good that it was vivid. But it was like that scene from Bambi where all the animals are, like, racing and... I don't remember. So, but it was bugs. <laughs> Instead. Okay, cool. Okay, so 1995. So 19, oh, yeah. So, uh, like, it's maybe because we're 90s babies, like, we don't remember anything prior to that. So, we've just thought the chupacabra has existed for yeah, all of eternity. Exactly. But apparently, it's a whole new thing. Like, that's not which, even as old as us. Which makes me question it. Yeah. I don't like that. Everything. Um, so, in 1995, eight sheep were discovered with puncture wounds in their chests. And supposedly completely insanguinated. A few months later, in a nearby town, 150 livestock and pets were supposedly killed by the El Chupacabra. Um, although, um, oh, I started using some fancy words in here. <laughs> that you can't read now? <laughs> no. Well, I don't want to try because like, I know what it is that I'm reading and when I'm writing, but I don't want to try. Um, so Come on. You're known for not being able to say words. <laughs> the history of the creature <laughs> known as El Chupacapa obviously started in 1995. There are reports of it going... Even though it started in 1995, there are reports going back as far as 1975 when a similar killing occurred. Um, they were initially brushed off as a satanic as satanic cults, but more attacks showed up around the island. That's exciting, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a video of El Chupacabra running alongside a dirt road, but to me it looks like a dog with mange. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, which, yeah, when I also started to look up what the creature could be. Mm-hmm. was the main uh, solution, was that it's dogs with mange. <laughs> uh, All right. So other people suggested that it could be dogs or coyotes. Um, biologist Barry O'Connor suggested that it was coyotes infected with a parasite called a sarcop- Sarcoptes scabii, which is basically just scabies in common terms. All right. Yeah. Um, okay, but if it was dogs, mm-hmm. then... They wouldn't kill an animal the way it's described. Why not? They'd rip it apart. They wouldn't bleed it dry. Well, they're not completely bled dry, though. But they're also not ripped apart. Have you ever seen a dog attack something? Yes, but there's also solutions to that on here. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Or answers to that. Um, Well, I'm glad I'm asking the questions then. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, For people who don't know what scabies is, it's a mite that burrows into your skin and causes itch, and it's really nasty. It's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, it's also one of the main causes of mange. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps the reason why they're targeting livestock is because they're weakened and unable to properly hunt on their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, it's argued because dogs or coyotes would have eaten their victims or torn them apart. Um, how- good question. Yes, <laughs> good question, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> However, people who have dogs will know that sometimes canines will just kill for many reasons other than consumption. I still don't believe that is an answer. I believe it's an answer. even if it killed something, it would rip it apart. Okay, so I had this dog. Her name was Lillian. She is pretty cute. I like that dog. Um, One time, I was just sitting, and she came to me, and she brought me a pine cone and put it in my hand. Okay. And it was a hummingbird. Oh. She had caught in a hummingbird. You thought it was a pine cone. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very beautiful pine cone <laughs> with a long beak. <laughs> Damn, that's quite a catch. Yeah. 
So she didn't tear it apart. She just killed it and brought it to me. All right. And a lot of animals, like dogs, a lot of dogs, so. will do that. They'll kill something and they'll just bring it to you because they think that you can't. Like we talked about cats, they think that you can't, yeah, can't hunt, hunt on your own, yourself. so they'll bring it to you and take care of you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, how did the hummingbird taste? <laughs> <laughs> I bet it tastes sweet. I oh yeah, I wonder what hummingbird tastes like. Juice. Hi, Peta. <laughs> Grape juice. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, I'll, I concede. Okay, cool. Um, there have been a few chupacabras that have been caught or their bodies have been found, but all have turned out to be canine, um, canine-like creatures with mange. Another solution to the Koopa, Koopa the chupacabra. The Koopas. It, yeah, is that it could have been an exotic pet, exotic pet breeding gone wrong. Ooh, that sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Hybrid animals. Oh, I think these are the names of the um, Russian and Philippines. I did write it down. Um, so there's Grunches, Sigbin, and Putchins. Grunches. Mm-hmm. Grunches? And they're all similar folklore from uh, from around the world. Mm-hmm. So now I have in caps letters here, the dingo ate my baby. <laughs> Sasquatch. So, on the night, and I'm get re- literally going to read this one word for word. Okay. Um, on the night of November 12, 1997, in Perth, Australia, two friends were investigating what sounded like the squealing of a wild pig. Encounters, uh, they encountered a wild creature with large piercing red eyes, a body covered with stringy matted hair, large teeth, and distinctive sulfur-like odor. Um, it was about three feet high, went on all fours, said the witnesses, and about h- five feet... Uh, when standing up in its mouth was part of a kangaroo. Uh, within a split second, it leapt straight up, dinner and all, as if it had springs for legs. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's where the it hops like a kangaroo thing comes from? As it ate a kangaroo. Yeah. So it's either a super rabid kangaroo that's eating other kangaroos. Yeah. Or it's a dingo. Yes. Cool. Or El Chupacabra. Yeah. Or Sasquatch. <laughs> Or Sasquatch. Eating that baby. We all know Sasquatch eats babies. <laughs> uh, and then that's where I stopped researching and started doing tests on Pottermore and found out that I'm a Hufflepuff and not a Slytherin and became very disappointed in myself. <laughs> what could answers or what answers could you have given that would have brought you Slytherin? I don't know. I answered Darker them things? Probably, but they didn't have dark Was answers. Was it multiple choice? Yes. Hmm. So, I'd like um, to take this test. Yeah, let's take it at the end. Okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> Maybe if you get a wolf as your Patronus, though, I will punch you in the dick. I'm willing to make that <laughs> sacrifice to have a wolf pat- pat- Patronus. Patronus. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. Cool. Could you have a Chupacabra as your Patronus? I don't think so. Probably not, because they're just dogs. It would just be a wolf with mange, (laughs) which I would still take over an osprey. Osprey's a cool bird. It's not a wolf. (laughs) Why a wolf? Because I like wolves. They're pack animals. You're not a pack animal. Yeah, they are. So they can can also be like the leaders and like um, be independent, but they also rely on the pack. And only one wolf is only as strong as his pack. I like it. Mm-hmm. And I have two dogs, so I'm part of a wolf pack. <laughs> Can I join? 
Is this the law of the jungle? <laughs> as old and as true as the sky? Wolves don't live in the jungle. <laughs> uh, they do in the jungle book. That is a good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. You couldn't bring your dogs to the north end of this island because of wolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably would not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a beer. Okay. Anything else about the goat sucker? No. Except for I found out that Chupra or Chup is part is the is the sucking part of the word. Okay. But so I, but I learned that from talking to a girl from Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> so cabra means goat? I guess so. Hmm. Yeah. Who do you know from Puerto Rico? A girl I work with. Is she a listener? No. Could she be? Maybe. We could be so international. <laughs> she lives in Canada, so. Yeah, I still call it as a Puerto Rico. Listen, though. <laughs> hey, you out there, Puerto Rico? We're here for you. I'm sorry I don't believe in your dog with mange. Well, you believe in it. I believe, you just it's, a believe dog that it's a dog with mange. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want me to go into this thing? See if you play. I don't know what that means. Please. Oh, that's what please is in French. Yeah. I did real well in school. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been sprinkling in French words in this episode. <laughs> what other French word? I said pourquoi. Isn't that Spanish? No, that's French. What's Spanish? Porque? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's very similar. All right, well, the Wendigo is way cooler than El Chupacabra. Yes, it? Because it's Canadian, first of all. Woo! Hello, Canada. And uh, there's more information on it. (laughs) (laughs) It's not from 1995. I'm sure there's more information, but when it just was repetitive dogs with mange, (laughs) I gave up. Yeah. Well, mine involves uh, cannibalism and greed and horrifying stories of murder. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you had me at murder. Yeah, I can see it in your <laughs> eyes, Jesus. <laughs> All right, well, the Wendigo comes from Algonquin folklore. Um, do you know what Algonquin is? It is, is it you? No, you're Cree, right? Well, Cree is Algonquin. What? Yeah. I'm not, yeah. <laughs> Alg- er, Algonquin is, I wrote it down. Let me find it. Shouldn't you know this if you're Cree? Well, I'm Métis, oh. which is Cree and French. Mm. I don't know French either, so. <laughs> um, Je ne sais pas. <laughs> I mean, I've, I recognize these words. I don't know what they mean anymore, though. <laughs> I remember, comment vous sentez-vous? Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I remember from French, because we had to do it every day. The only thing you need to know is... Uh, Désolé, je ne parle pas français. I don't speak French. Yeah, sorry, I don't speak French. <laughs> All, right. All right, well, Algonquin people are Ojibwe's, uh, I don't know how to say this word, Salto, maybe, S-A-U-L-T-E-A-U-X, Cree, uh, Nascapi. Just so you know, mm-hmm. if it was me, I would have looked up how to pronounce that as to not offend anyone, and then I would have offended someone in the process. <laughs> 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 That's how you do my research. 
and the Inu people. <laughs> and they all have stories about the Wendigo. The Wendigo. The Wendigo. The Wendigo. Um, so he's a monster. Is he a monster? He lives in the Atlantic coast, the northern forest, and the Great Lakes region. So he's not in BC. No. So Sasquatch is scaring him away. There is a similar creature talked about in the Pacific Northwest tribes, though. Really? And uh, once I go through my notes a little more, because they're really messy, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what that creature is. Okay. <laughs> um, there's a couple of different things that uh, it could be humans that become possessed by the Wendigo spirit and transforms them into it. Mm. Or it could be like a werewolf type creature that if it attacks you, it turns you into one. Mm. Also, it says if you just hang out with one for a while, you'll turn into one. Like just <laughs> hang out with it for a while? If you're like, around it long okay. enough. I was going to say like you head down to the bar, you order your <laughs> gin and tonic, you sit there, you tell them about how your girlfriend left you. Exactly. A couple hours go by. Fuck it, I'm a Wendigo now. <laughs> He convinces you to become yeah. a cannibalistic, greedy son of a bitch, he's and like you turn into those, a monster. Yeah, he's like one of those friends on Facebook. They're like, hey, want to hang out? And then you go and hang out with them, and they're like, oh, let me tell you about these new vitamins I've been taking. You can take them, too. <laughs> All you have to do is sign up for twenty nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> and tell them of your friends. <laughs> that is exactly what it's like. So if you ever see the Wendigo on Facebook, stay clear. <laughs> yeah, decline that friend <laughs> request. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, historically, he's associated with murder and insatiable greed. And his hunger can never be satisfied. Why? Every time he eats a person, mm-hmm. he grows... It just gets way bigger. He's described as a giant by some of the tribes because mm-hmm. he just keeps getting bigger because every time he eats somebody, he gets bigger, and so he's hungry again. Mm-hmm. But he always looks skinny because he always gets bigger, so he always looks like he's starving, but he never stops eating. So mm-hmm. there's the greed, glutton, uh-huh. slash famine thing because... Um, it's the Wendigo a tree. A tree? Yeah, they get pretty tall and skinny. <laughs> you want to see a picture? Yeah. All right. We'll I'm picturing it being a vertical log. A vertical log. <laughs> that would be a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a joke from Brother Bear. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, I think it's... Um, uh, oh, he kind of does look like a tree wolf um, deer. deer. It's pretty awesome though, right? Pretty into it, yeah. Feeling it. So the legend or the myth of Wendigo comes from the tribes in times of famine which is generally like the winter. That's why he's always associated with the winter as well, Mm -hmm. or in the cold. Um, It was to convince people not to cannibalize their children and tribes people. Because if they cannibalized them, the Wendigo would come from, or they'd become Wendigos? They would become the Wendigo. Oh, so don't eat your babies. Yeah. Well, oh no, that's that's something different. I was going to say, in history, like with humans and the past i was thinking like when tribes and people couldn't sustain um 
the old and the young in their pack or like in their pack <laughs> in their group um i was thinking that they would eat them but uh now that i think back in a lot of instances they would actually just abandon children and old people in the cold and leave them to die brutal i'm not saying that that's the algonquin is that what it is? it's just mm-hmm. generally that's something that's happened in human history throughout several right. yeah. <laughs> cultures well it seems back in the day because so many kids died mm-hmm. that uh they weren't really cared about as much yeah but so many kids died pretty much up until 1984 so yeah i'm counting that time okay <laughs> <laughs> you can always have more kids basically literally up until the chupacabra <laughs> that's when they really started to <laughs> care about children um uh talked about how he's a giant so he's gluttonous and mm-hmm. always starved um uh yeah i already talked about all this um but an ojibwe teacher and scholar from ontario has a description of the wendigo that i'll read okay i trust him because he's a scholar <laughs> a gentleman and a scholar a gentleman and a scholar <laughs> slash teacher and, and teacher. he's a Ojibwe. that's cool cool the wendigo was gaunt to the point of oh i don't know what that word says missy which word uh, that one emaciation and he also spelled it wrong. I wrote it down word for word. Oh, yeah, it spelled wrong. <laughs> then the Ojibwe teacher spelled it wrong. <laughs> the Wendigo was gaunt to the point of... Emaciation. <laughs> its desecrated skin pulled tightly over its bones, pushing out against its skin, its complexion, the ash of gray... Oh, the ash gray of death, sorry. And its eyes pushed deep into the sockets... The Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton. He used the word gaunt twice. I thought that was weak. <laughs> recently, a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody, unclean and suffering from separations of the flesh. The Wendigo gave off the strong and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. Mm, I can smell it. Yeah, that's my feet. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was cool, even though I didn't know what some of the words were. (laughs) You know what emaciated is? Yeah. Yeah, like all those dogs (laughs) on the Sarah McLaughlin commercials. Sing it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember. uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I thought you were listening to Sarah McLaughlin the other day when you were listening to Fleetwood Mac. I was like, isn't this that song from the commercial? (laughs) I have another word for you to try and pronounce, Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll see how it goes. I don't know. I've done pretty good so far. Some tribes have a ceremony (laughs) called this word that Katie's going to say, which is preferred during times of famine. Damn. That word, wherever it is, that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That was quick. It's so much longer than that. I I don't know why. What kind of weird accent was that? It sounded Indian. Was it? And not the Indian that we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Racist. (laughs) Wendigokanzimowin. That's exactly what I said. Just faster. Sure. Because I assumed that they wouldn't... Like it's not like hooked on uh what hooked phonics. on phonics where you're like the cat jumped <laughs> oh 
or the m- m- moon. <laughs> M-O-O spells moon. Oh, no. <laughs> it sure does. I was trying to quote the stand. M-O-O-N <laughs> spells moon. <laughs> um. So with phonics and teaching kids, why did they always teach kids that I before E but never after C? Uh, except for sometimes. Except for all the time. Because <laughs> the words that we were learning at that time. That was bullshit. What if I had a Rottweiler? I before E except after C. Because the words that we were... No, because we were learning words like received at that time. I okay, be- but you, I had that ingrained in my head forever. So all the words that weren't weren't like that, I spelled like that. <laughs> I don't know. You should just learn words. I'm not smart. Hmm. Anyway, during this uh, ceremony, performed during times of famine, they wear masks and dance backwards around drums. Cool. So that was fun. Drums make everything funner. They do, More right? Fun. Except for those super lame drum circles that people do. <laughs> I think that's a part of culture. No, those real bullshit hippie ones oh, that white people do. Oh, like the ones that you, you see at like... <laughs> Burning uh, Man shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck no. those people. Yeah. They got a hacky sack going on in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those people. What if those people are our listeners? Then they'll understand the humor. Okay. If they're listening. I hope so. I sincerely apologize to the bullshit hippies. <laughs> That's okay. They can hang out with the fake feminists. <laughs> All right. Back to possession. That's what my notes say. The possession starts slow if we're talking about this type of wendigo. Okay. The victims start to smell a terrible odor that only they can smell. They start to have horrible nightmares that leave them sleep deprived. They ha- and then, as it starts to peak, they have an intense burning sensation in their feet and legs which makes them strip down and run and disappear into the forest to never be seen again. Up until the stripping down and running into the forest, you basically just described the symptoms of what it's like to have your lady time of the month. (laughs) (laughs) Everything smells weird. (laughs) You don't know if you're hot or you're cold in your legs. And what was the other thing? Uh, Horrible nightmares that leave them sleep sleep deprived. (laughs) Weird. Well, I don't know if everyone has nightmares, but... But you do regularly, not necessarily in sync with that. But. <laughs> and then they strip down and disappear. Yeah, up until that, you just describe a woman <laughs> once a month. And if only they would disappear <laughs> for that time. <laughs> well, again, back to some cultures. <laughs> there are some cultures that the women will actually go live in a different part of the village. Because they're seen as dirty or, um, or I don't want to use the word unclean again, but like they're, they're just seen as something different during that time. So yeah. they'll go live in a certain hut with there's, other women that are seen as a window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they come back when they're done. It's fine. And they're always hungry and they're greedy during this time of the month, right? Oh, well, I am. But I can't <laughs> speak for all women, but yeah. Sounds like Wendigo syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> um, if they are ever seen again. And they come back to the village. Mm-hmm. They're insane. They've lost all sense. They're gone. Interesting. That's fun. Again, like women. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on. The longer one to go is left alive, because you know, 
some die, some live. You kill them. There's some like during this, some of this shit, people started claiming they're Wendigo hunters and they'd go out and slay Wendigos. So that's fun. Did they bring back bodies? I don't know. I didn't find any of that. But based on that picture, you bring back like a deer head. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I killed the Wendigo. Here's its head. Or a wolf. Or a wolf. So you kind of compared this to a werewolf. So this is kind of like a North American version of a werewolf almost. Kind of, yeah. Oh, it just reminded me of another episode idea. Okay. I'm going to write it down real quick so I don't forget. Okay. Oh, that's not how you spell royal. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how you spell werewolf. You're talking about <laughs> Yes, it is. No, how do you spell werewolf? Uh, I think it's W-E. I think you're wrong. Okay. I'll look it up. <laughs> I will look it up. I trust you. I'm an idiot. Anyway, the longer Wendigo is left alive, the more powerful it go. becomes. Can I just tell you how to spell it? <laughs> sure. W-E-R-E-W-O-L. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's totally how you spell it. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm spelling with phonics. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Hooked on Phonics. <laughs> Do you have a... Grade school child between the ages of 5 and 12. Or Dave. Or Dave. <laughs> do you have a 27-year-old man <laughs> that you do a podcast with? Bring him down to Hooked on Phonics. <laughs> the longer Wendigo is left alive, the more powerful it becomes. And it can start to control the weather. It can bring on darkness before the sun sets. It can control other animals and make them attack people. It also gets faster and stronger with age and has the ability to heal. This still makes me think of a woman on her Instagram. <laughs> me too. Okay. Now that you've made this connection, it's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> so, um, you know how we're, what did you just say about animals that it can do with animals? It can control them. Yeah, I think I can control animals too. I think I can make them love me. And another can you make power. make them attack people? No, but um, when I first started dating Michael, we thought that I had this power because every time I got mad at someone for like interrupting our time together because it was like so little amount of time that we got to spend together, something bad would happen to them. Oh, shit. Yeah. So like (laughs) one example is there was a guy that, um, that needed Michael's help and it ended up like interfering because i only saw him like once or twice a week when we first started dating because i lived out of town i lived in vancouver um and he had to leave and go help this guy and i was super frustrated and i was angry i said i hated this guy and wanted something bad to happen to him (laughs) so whatever thing that happened with this vehicle he was towing it and then uh no matter what they did it was futile because the vehicle ended up sliding off of the ramp and hitting his own car and ended up causing more damage (laughs) And then there was a lady on Valentine's Day that like made a big deal and Michael had to go fix her car. So our first Valentine's together got interrupted. And I said, I want something bad to happen to her. And a week later, the car just stopped working. (laughs) I mean, at least these people didn't die or something. I'm just saying the Wendigo is just a lady. Kate, the modern day Wendigo. Yeah. I'm scared. Yep. And well, you know how I'm time traveling detective, right? Yes, of course. Episode two. <laughs> the Wendigo. <laughs> I like it. Um, I thought I had that. Oh, hold on. Keep talking. Do some shit. Uh, if there's anyone out there who's really good at animation, please make me a time traveling 
Detective Wendigo Episode 2 picture. Um, or if you're really into doing it, you can take the picture of me and Dave off of our Instagram searching for the legendary lake monster Stinkwa and animate that and put a Stinkwa in there or just Photoshop Stinkwa into the picture. We'd love that. And then send it to SasquatchAkeMyBaby at gmail.com. Nice. Thanks. That filled it up, right? Yeah. Cool. That was perfect. The Athabascan people of the Pacific Northwest had a similar creature called the Wee Chug or Wee Chug. The wee chug? Yep. Similar creature. Cute. I like the name of it. <laughs> okay. I'd name a dog that. You should. Mm-hmm. All right. Wendigo psychosis mm. is a culture-bound syndrome that gives intense cravings for human flesh and the fear of becoming a cannibal. This is a thing people studied. Not to go back to women on their vegetation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but but I'm going to. <laughs> there was a phase uh, when I worked in a grocery store where I don't know if it coincided with that time of the month, but people would come through with raw meat, and I would just start craving it. Ooh, that's crazy. I think it was because I was low in iron or something. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Some indigenous communities also describe this, this psychosis as people who cause environmental destruction and people who have insatiable greed. Mm-hmm. So just assholes, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but cases of the Wendigo psychosis dropped drastically in the 20th centuries as the Algonquin tribes started making more contact with Western cultures and had less rural Damn lifestyles. Damn white people. I yeah. mean, you stopped cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that might be the only good thing white people have done. <laughs> True. Winter, eighteen seventy-eight. Cree man, swift runner, was with his wife and five children. Well, he had six, but uh, during the harsh winter of eighteen seventy-eight, one of his child children died, and it's believed that they ate him. Oh. Um. It turns out they were only 25 miles away from a Hudson's Bay supply post where they <laughs> could have got everything they needed. 25 miles? 25 miles. Why is this in miles? Because it was written by an American. So multiply that by what? 2.2 to make I have it no idea. kilometers? Or is that for pounds to kilograms? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. I also did our intros in pounds instead of kilograms. Oh, I didn't even pay. Well, that's because wrestling's in pounds, isn't it? This was a boxing match oh, I was boxing. talking about. <laughs> Sports. Dude things. <laughs> um, so they're only 25 miles away. But like this guy's dead. They ate him. No big deal, right? Mm-hmm. The whole family got fed. But. The whole family got fed off of a baby? No, this was a man. They had an older six six child. Oh, okay. Children don't have to be so ch- like babies. like a 15-year-old. Well, I would just assume the young ones would be the ones that would die. He might have been out doing something. Got fucked up by the weather. Mm. Um, But there's more. Instead of going these 25 miles during the winter, Swift Runner butchered and ate his entire family. And then when spring came around, he uh, went into town and confessed, but oh. blamed the Wendigo. Oh. <laughs> he was put to death in Fort Saskatchewan. So he went mad or he was just hungry? He had uh, Wendigo psychosis. Well, if he ate, uh, if he ate their brains, there's like a... Um 
oh, I don't know what it's called. There is something that cannibals can get that make them go mad. That's kind of like, like um, mad cow disease. Yeah, like mad cow disease, but with people. Hmm. Maybe that's what happened. Could be. Well, they've uh, chopped it up to. Wendigo. Chopped it up to Wendigo psychosis. Mm. Because you know, the craving for human flesh makes sense. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, this next story. It's not really like these two guys had Wendigo psychosis, but this was 1907. Mm-hmm. Jack and Joseph Fiddler. Jack was an OG Cree chief, which I guess is like original o- gangster. Ojibwe, <laughs> OG o- OJI. Oh, okay. <laughs> so like an Ojibwe Cree, I guess a combined tribe of those two yeah. chief. He was also a medicine man. Uh, he's described as a medicine man with the great power to stop ancient evils. Mm-hmm. So that's a cool thing to have if you're Jack. Um, but over this year, or over a certain amount of time, I guess, these two guys uh, killed 14 people. And they claimed after they were arrested, well, their whole tribe let them do this, first of all, because the dude was the chief and the medicine man, and he was killing these people. So they knew about it? Yeah. But he was killing people who were either Wendigos or turning into Wendigos. Hmm. So possibly people with Wendigo psychosis. How do you kill a Wendigo? Well, you need to have the great power to stop ancient evil. Oh. So it's like n- Jack. So it's not a silver black <laughs> or bullet? No. I don't know why I said black. I think it's because you said Jack. Maybe. <laughs> I was thinking Jack Black. <laughs> Jack Black could probably do it. But uh, they were still arrested by the Canadian authorities. and uh, Wait, what year is this? There's Canadian authorities? 1907. Oh, okay. Canada's a country by then. Yeah. Um, They were put on trial, or they were about to be put on trial when Jack committed suicide. Oh, and they told everybody, like, we were just killing Wendigos. It's no big deal. Mm -hmm. And uh, Joseph got a life sentence. But uh, it said, it never explained why. But he died in prison right before he was about to be released. Like he was, uh, what's the word when they let you go? Paroled? No. Like uh, like you didn't Exonerated? do this. Exonerated? Yeah. Okay. But like why would he be set free if they tried him? Mm, maybe maybe they... they're like, oh shit, the Wendigo did do these things. <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was the other guy. <laughs> but they both, I mean, Jack killed himself mm. and uh, Joseph died. But I thought that was cool. It's like uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but for Wendigos, and it was a Indian chief. And he's a also not chief. a 16-year-old girl. <laughs> you don't know how old he was. In love with the vampire. <laughs> Who was she in love with? Angel, and then Spike, uh, yeah, yeah. right after. So I was really into the unhealthy uh, Buffy-Spike relationship. That's why you should have been Slytherin. Yeah, exactly. I'm into all these bleach blonde bad boys. Uh, now remember Bleach Blonde? That was awful. That was an awful time. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Hit me up if you if you got slicked back Bleach Blonde hair. <laughs> and if you can make that ridiculous vampire face they put on vampires and Buffy when they were angry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just tried to do blue steel. Because <laughs> Spike kind of has a blue steel face when he's not a vampire. I don't know. 
Um, but that's all I got. It's not a whole lot, but it, I was really interested. I was in. And it had everything I talked about. Murder, greed. Yeah. So, fuck you. Bit of everything. Um, how are we doing? We, we should talk more. Probably. I actually have to pee. <clears throat> okay. As usual. Where are we at? 55. All right, let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> so, listeners, something terrible has happened this week. Or last week. Happened on Sunday, maybe? Last Sunday? No. No, Sunday we were camping. Sunday before then? Yeah. And Dave kept it from me for an entire week. <laughs> I didn't want to bring you down. Our friendship <laughs> is based off truth and love and happiness. No, it doesn't. <laughs> or no, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what Dave did? He got rid of my cat. I didn't get rid of it. It was taken from me. I told you I was just watching it. You implied that it was our cat forever. Yeah, I thought she'd flake out and leave it here. <laughs> and I'll never see that cat again now because I uh, told her off as uh, we parted ways. So I apologize. Do you want me to get another cat? Yes. I wanted to request an orange one. Okay. Um. Anyone who's in Alberta... Edmonton has too many kittens, and their SPCA is looking for homes for them, hmm. just so you know. Road trip. Well, that was two weeks ago by the time this episode airs, however. So now the town's covered in cats. <laughs> we should have listened to Bob Barker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I might get a cat. I'm not really a big fan of litter, you know? Yeah. Well, it can be an indoor-outdoor cat. Yeah. This is a good neighborhood for that. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also have to pay a deposit. I'm not into that. Just don't tell them you have it. So I kind of drop it to your house when they do an inspection? Yeah, I'll take care of the cat for a week. I already for paid like, my pet deposit. For an hour. <laughs> for like a lifetime. <laughs> no. When I drop it off, you don't need to take it for a week because they inspect the place for an hour. Yeah, Good luck getting that cat back after you drop it off in my house. <laughs> drop it off one day for the pod and get it back the next week for the pod. Mm, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Do you want me to just get you a cat? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even need to live here to live with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. I lost the cat or the cat was taken the day you posted on our Instagram about the cat being our mascot. Yeah, not into that at all. <laughs> I didn't want to burst your bubble. Oh, that was a Wednesday then. Okay. Why, would it, why Wednesday? Because that's when I created I our Instagram. Wednesday? I don't know. It doesn't matter. I had time on a Wednesday. <laughs> Maybe it was after work. No, I wasn't working. I'm trying to figure out the timeline. We don't need to know your sad life. Fuck you. <laughs> it was a sad day. I was pissed. For so many reasons. For so many reasons. Uh, what else is new in the world? I have some Reddit stories, but I don't know if the people are willing to let me use them. Didn't you the whole thing of making the Reddit so we could use them? Yeah, but I didn't ask anyone if I could use them their stories on the podcast. Well, maybe so maybe I'll save one, that for next one, yeah. 
Um, cause a couple people responded to me. Oh, I'm on Reddit guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I'll okay. figure out what Reddit is and I'll see it. Yeah. And so I posted, I just, I just wanted to hear people's ghost stories and some of you guys had, well, not you guys, but people on Reddit had some really good ones. Um, and there were a couple of like existing ones, uh, that people had already posted in that were quite lengthy and stuff, but I just wanted something to come directly to me <laughs> so I didn't have to go searching for it. Yeah. Uh, so maybe next week we will take a look at that. Yeah. And yeah, I'll reach out to a couple people. And like I said, if there's anyone out there who wants to send us in your stories, we'd love to include them in the show or um, maybe like a separate show that we do also, but probably not, probably just in the show. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about who might be on the next episode? Yes, I'm really excited. So by the time uh, this one. Okay, wait. Disclaimer. It's only going to happen if I d- I'm not at work. <laughs> Okay. So don't get too excited, but it's a very big possibility. Maybe I'll just call in sick. However, <laughs> if it doesn't work out, we will have her on the show in the future. Yes, yes. We've got uh, my good friend, Courtney. She's coming in. She's got a really good story, a uh, ghost story from the Philippines because um, she's a half Filipino beauty and she's just... A wonderful, magical person. Is she a listener? Uh, I'm going to say yes, but I can't guarantee. <laughs> I know she follows us on Instagram. That's half the mm-hmm. battle. But yeah, she's just like this gorgeous, vivacious, amazing person. Uh, she wants to talk about relationships, sex, uh, among other things, but we're going to include it with a murder story of uh, treachery and questions. Uh, but we'll leave that uh, top <laughs> secret until next episode. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I'm really excited. I also really enjoyed uh, the shout out you got on Second Impressions podcast. Yeah. Which you guys should listen to. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. The shout out Katie about a uh, Furby story that she put on Twitter. Yep. It's very sentimental to me. So That should be our mascot. Yeah, it's a really good... Uh, podcast you should check it out i've been listening to a couple other up-and-coming podcasts uh if i start to get really into some of them i might shout them out as well um or maybe i'll put some other ones up on instagram that i've been listening to lately as well um, yeah. and that way we're not taking up all of our time <laughs> shouting out <laughs> other podcasts i think we should always shout out other podcasts and we should start a network mm-hmm. with starting with second impressions yeah absolutely and uh we'll become a conglomerate of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> now there's some really great podcasts out there and especially now that I've really been searching for them and not just listening to the ones where like, oh, have you heard of this one? Whereas everyone's heard of that one. I'm like, yes, this is new content. These are new voices, new opinions and I'm loving it. And maybe it's just because we're a new podcast. We're new voices, yeah. new opinions. Uh, we may be the same topics as other podcasts, but it's just a different take. Better um, take. A better take, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I uh, haven't listened to anything new. I listen to the same podcast I always listen to. <laughs> and I love them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. Um, if you have yeah. a podcast out there, though, that you want us to listen to, send it again to our Gmail account, and I'm totally willing to listen. Um, I'll leave you a review. And yeah. If you email me a podcast, I will listen to that podcast. There guaranteed. Yeah. Yes. And in this on episode. my mother's life. <laughs> what if like 
all of a sudden we're 10 years in the future. We're a multi-billion dollar corporation. <laughs> There'll be a retraction in a future podcast saying that that was a lie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's not an if, it's a when. Oh, when, yeah, sorry. So <laughs> take this as a preemptive retraction. <laughs> the, right now, when we For have the a next l- like year, I'll listen to any podcast you send me. Okay, cool. And then in a year, if I decide I'll keep that going, I'll let you know. Okay, that's chill. That's a good commitment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm into it. Uh, I think we could probably <laughs> ask our listeners now to please rate, subscribe, uh, leave us a... Um, we have like seven reviews. Yay! Not written reviews, but seven five stars. Yeah, we have two written reviews, and one is by me. <laughs> and the other is a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> but if you check it out when you go to write your review, you can probably figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it's not Dave. That's <laughs> true. It's not me. <laughs> It'd be weird if it was me, what? based on what it says. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, friends. Uh, Bye. Email us. Oh, email us. (laughs) Okay, cool. Bye. Bye, friends. We're back, motherfuckers. Hey. (laughs) So that didn't last very long. Bonus footage. We're having a disagreement here. So we were discussing the royal family and who is a werewolf in the royal family and who is not. I asked Dave, well, what about Princess Di? Was she a werewolf? What did Dave say? Yes. Why is she a werewolf, Dave? Because she's part of the royal family. But she married in. No, she didn't. She did not. <laughs> she, she was the daughter of the queen. She is not the daughter of the queen because Prince Charles, her ex-husband, is presently the heir to the British throne. He will not become queen or king. <laughs> Why won't he become king? <laughs> until his mother, Queen Elizabeth, abdicates, which means gives up the throne, retires, or dies. But I thought William was next in line to be the king. When either of these happen, Prince Charles may abdicate and pass the throne to his eldest son, Prince William. I still don't believe you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what the whole conspiracy with Princess Di um, and dying <laughs> was because um, the queen wanted her axed because she was a... Like, because after they got divorced... You're right. I've heard of this. Yeah. I just thought she wanted her daughter dead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I still... I mean, fuck. Can I tell you one of my earliest memories of you? For sure. The year is 1996. That's a long time ago. The, the Princess Di Memorial Beanie Baby has yet to be released. Because <laughs> the month is whatever month Princess Diana died. Mm-hmm. We're sitting in our grade one class. Yep. Yep. The news is just broken within the last couple of days that she died in a bus or a limousine crash in France. Mm-hmm. You turn to me and you go, that's really sad. She was really pretty. I loved her. <laughs> I said that. Yeah. Know anything about her? <laughs> you thought she was hot. <laughs> I mean, she probably was, right? I don't can't yeah, even. Yeah, she's think a pretty good-looking lady. Like. So for 1996, that's a smart six-year-old slash five-year-old. Yeah, yeah, cool. <laughs> I, I loved her. <laughs> Remember that? Really? <laughs> well, I don't know if you said that you loved her, but you implied that you you well, were I pretty did. into I her. You're like she was a pretty lady. <laughs> <laughs>
I've even seen her. I guess just in the media at that <laughs> point. <laughs> You've probably just seen her for the first time in a picture <laughs> on the news. Yeah. That is, or maybe. Well, my grandma was always into the royal family, so she probably had pictures. There you go. <laughs> just hanging on her wall. <laughs> probably. I think she got a, a picture signed from uh, William and gave it to my sister when she was in England. The the William that is the second heir to the throne. Yeah, yeah, him. Okay, cool. I think it was William. Cool. Maybe it was Prince Harry. I don't think it was. Mm. Maybe it was Meghan Markle. <laughs> no, we were pretty young. <laughs> She's Canadian. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, we're taking over. Yeah. I'm still. I don't. I'm still sad she became part of the family. Why? She had to give up one of her dogs. Why? Because it was too old to meet the requirements for it to move into England with her. You'd think they'd have some pull yeah, over that. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, the queen can't just be like, fuck those laws. Let's bring this old ass dog that she rescued <laughs> um, with her. I mean, I got a bunch of corgis. They can play. The queen probably thought it was El Chupacabra. It had mange and shit. <laughs> it didn't have mange and shit. It was a nice doggy. Fair enough. So I don't know. Maybe I d- the queen doesn't like her because she's not English. As much as like it'd be cool to be a princess, I have zero desire to give up my social media. Zero desire to give up my dogs. To do Why do that. you have to give up your social media? She's not allowed to have social media. There's like cer- stupid rules you have to be to be a princess. I'm not gonna follow those rules. There's nobody left for you to marry anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> well, you can marry the baby. <laughs> <laughs> Just a cougar. George gets all grown up. Oh no. The, the queen's going to send assassins after me. I mean, it'd be exciting. No. Wait, would you have to give up the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, fuck George. <laughs> In 20 years, George, I'm not into it. This podcast is life. I can't believe she's not a uh, part of the family. Mm-hmm. Oh well. <laughs> I mean, she was for a while. Not blood. But he ignored her and played golf and hung out with that Camilla chick. But he was very happy with her after that. The Camilla chick? Or? Yeah. It was a good yeah, thing they got so. divorced. Yeah. I mean, divorces. Everyone is happier at the end except yeah. for the one who died. Divorces for some people. For sure. Mm-hmm. My parents are happier. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Mine are together, but they're not divorced. <laughs> but they weren't together for a long time. But now they're back. Yeah, now they're back. Divorce is good for a little while. <laughs> Gives you a break. <laughs> All right, I think I think we covered enough of this conspiracy of Dave thinking Princess Di is the Queen's daughter. <laughs> Bye, friends.